This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, you know, before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the rise of outlaw country music and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision in her tiny living room, far from Nashville's music row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Welcome to episode 257. We try to come on on Fridays and update you on new music. Got a couple cool segments coming up. We'll talk about uh, musicians that have really, really expensive cars, which is just wild. So... We'll do that. We'll talk about the best songs in 2020 so far with Lauren Joe Black from Country Now. We'll talk to Eric Pasley in a little bit. He has a, a new record coming out. I've put him on my list here. So we'll start with my top five that I'm looking forward to this week coming out. At number five, Ray Lynn has a new EP called Baytown. Here's a new song called Me About Me. But the Number five, check out her EP there. Pretty cool. Number four is a friend of ours who we'll hear later. Eric Pasley has a new album out called Nice Guy. Here is his song that's called Heartbeat Higher. And we'll get into this album a little more with him coming up. He does a really interesting, cool cover as well that I was like, wow, I never thought I'd see that on a, a country album. So that's at number four this week. At number three, Kane Brown has a new EP called Mixtape Volume One featuring his song Be Like That. Sometimes it be like that, but I'm not myself. The night you're gone, there ain't no way I'm moving on. That's good. He's got a couple of those songs I've heard already on that record that are really good, and he was in on the radio show this week. I like that guy. At number two on my list here, Morgan Wallen has a new song. It's not a collection, but a new song, and a big Morgan Wallen guy. Here is Seven Summers. A big white house. Speaking 
Speaking of Morgan, his debut album, which is called If I Know Me, it came out in 2018, has finally reached number one in the Billboard Country Albums chart. It's a 114-week climb. Yeah. They're crazy, and it breaks the record for the longest rise to the top. It took Hunter Hayes 89 weeks for his self-titled debut album to reach number one back in 2013. But Morgan Wallen, because he just keeps putting out good stuff. And it gets, it seems to get deeper and better every track. You know, when you put out something like Up Down at first, it's a catchy song, but you're not going to have a lot of people running to you to go, that's my favorite artist, you know? You're like, that's a that's a cool song that introduces you to an artist. But holy crap, I again, his stuff is just so good. 114 weeks is now at number one. Uh, the number one piece of music that I'm looking forward to this week is Kaylee Hammock. You know, she was in last year's class that I have every year of new artists. Uh, she has a new album out called If It Wasn't For You. And man, she's got a song with Reba on there. Here's a new song, though, called Forged in the Fire. When there's a There's a really good interview with her on the radio show. If you check out the Bobby Bone Show podcast where she's talking about just her record. Just a wonderful artist. Also, music out from Devin Dawson, Parker McCollum. Uh, Devin Dawson has a song out called I Got a Truck. Parker McCollum has a song out called Young Man's Blue. Orville Peck. I don't know who that is, Mike. Did you add that? Yeah, you, you ever heard of him? He like wears a mask, like a disguise. Rapper? No, it's like country. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Never heard you, of you him. You would recognize me if you saw a picture of him. Really? Yeah. Uh, Nickelback has a new song. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Mo Pitney has a new album. I like Mo Pitney. Billy Pilgrim has a new song out, which is Christian Bush's band. I saw on the Bobby Cast when we were like, what new music? And Christian replied and yeah. said Billy Pilgrim. <laughs> they were a 90s like alternative band yeah. who's now back together. Uh, Jeannie Seeley has a new album. Tori Kelly has a new album. So a lot of music there. Hmm. What's his name? Orville Peck? Orville Peck, yeah. Let me see what he looks like. You've probably seen one of his album covers. He's like a mystery guy. Uh, never seen him before in my life. Really? Mm-mm. There's a picture of him at Diplo. Who is it? I don't know who it is. Is it somebody that's famous? Orville Peck's a country musician based in Canada. Widely remarked upon his tendency to wear a fringe mask has never shown his face. He released his debut album Pony in 2019. Is it someone famous or no? I don't know. Huh. Orville Peck, I'm interested. Uh, there was an article, 10 Bands Worse Than Nickelback. I'm, we'll just say yes or no. Do you have clips of these? Uh, no. Okay, good. I, no need. <laughs> I don't hate Nickelback. They have a bunch of hits. They're not my favorite band, but I think people just think it's easy to pile on them. Uh, let's let's do, are they better than Nickelback? Ready? Smash Mouth at number 10. Better than Nickelback? No. No. U2, but this at number nine on their list. Better than, better than Nickelback? Yes. Yeah, by far. Yeah. U2's legitimately awesome. <laughs> And I'm not a huge fan, but they're what they do, like I think is amazing. I think people just don't like Bono. Yeah, like he just talks too much. Yeah. And number eight, stained. Mm. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, I would say better. Aaron Lewis is annoying sometimes, but I like him most of the time. And I like stained back in the day. Uh, Maroon Five better than Nickelback? No. I say yeah. No, I don't think so. I say yeah. Papa Roach. No. They're not better than Nickelback. No. no. Train. No. Yes, by far. Really? Yeah, man. I love Train. Uh, five for Fighting. No. Do you remember Five for Fighting? It's not easy to be me. Oh, that's it, yeah. 100 years? Superman? Yeah. Parentheses 100 years? 
It's not easy parentheses. Ah, crap. <laughs> I can't stand to fly. I'm not that naive. A uh, Hoobastank at number three. Better or worse than Nickelback? Worse. Worse. <laughs> Buck Cherry. Worse. Worse. <laughs> Buck Cherry had that one song, She's a Crazy Bee. Yeah. <laughs> they play that and then it does. Uh, and then Imagine Dragons. Better or worse? Oh, worse. I, mm. I don't like them. Why? I'm on the, I'm on the, they're the new Nickelback to me. Like, I think people just beat them up. They have catchy songs. I don't hate them. Music does nothing for me. Uh, Blake Shelton wants you to get your ticket refunds. Did you see? I saw him tweet this out. He was like, hey, get your money back. Yeah. What is this all about? Uh, the whole thing was if you're waiting for a ticket refund to be canceled, Blake Shelton's like, hey, let's go. And he started on Twitter when someone said, hey, will you cancel the show instead of postponing it so we can get a refund? Yeah, because you can't get your money back if it's not canceled. Right. If it's only postponed, they hold it until they put the new date out. Then you can decide. Yeah, because I had bought tickets for a show that got canceled and I got my money back. And he was like, no, no, get your yeah, money yeah. back. Get your money back. Uh, Taylor Swift, number one for second week on Billboard. Let's see. Dan and Shay have rescheduled their tour dates for 2021 starting in September of next year, so hopefully we'll be able to rock by then. And then finally, they put out the inductees for the 2020 Country Music Hall of Fame. Hank Jr., Marty Stewart, and Dean Dillon. It's pretty cool, man. Um, it's, a, it's a big honor. You know, I, I know Marty a little bit from the Grand Ole Opry. But that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, Hank Williams Jr. is being honored as this year's Veterans Era Artist with the induction coming 60 years after his father was inducted. So congratulations to those guys. I know it means a whole lot to, to those guys. There's no real indication about how they're going to do the ceremony. They usually do it in the, mu- the theater in the museum. I don't know what they're going to be able to do this year with coronavirus. All right, there's your new music news and songs out this week and EPs and records. Check it out. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. I got a pretty good one here. A little puzzle. You know, it's different. I was thinking about this last night. Different than it used to be. We'd bring someone in and, do, and sit for an hour, but we can't really do that as much mm-hmm. anymore. So we puzzle it together different ways. I think once we get out of this coronavirus situation, it becomes more of a hybrid. We do like a half an hour with somebody special. And then I, I just like doing new music. I, like, I do too. I like that. All right. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the podcast. How are you, Lauren? Good. How are you? Hey, pretty good. I was uh, reading this article. About how music in general uh, in 2020 is the least listened to music. Even that music is, you know, still hitting number one and records are selling, especially the Taylor record. Um, but that this is the least listened to uh, set of music ever because people just aren't in their normal activities. They're not, you know, they're, they're not in their car listening to music. Streaming is down. Uh, everything's down. And so what I thought we would do, just in case the people that listen to this show aren't finding the best music because they're not in their normal day-to-day activities, that we would list for them the top five best songs in country music so far this year. Right? That sounds good. Okay, yeah. good. I know you know because I already see your list here. I kind of wanted to be surprised by it, um, but I did my list, and then I saw your list. So what we'll do is we'll count down five to one each of us, okay? Okay. All right, by the way, Lauren Joe Black, at Lauren Joe Black on Twitter and Instagram. She is running countrynow.com. If I go to that site, what am I going to find, Lauren? Well, you're going to find the latest news on country artists and, um, you know, just not just about their music, but about their lifestyle, their families, um, you know, babies are being born, um, their life off the road. Of course, in 2020, that's everybody's off the road right now. So I think people are still trying to find ways to stay in touch with the artists and find out what they're doing. And Country Now can help everyone do that. That's right. If you're looking for help, Country Now can help everyone do that. All right, Lauren, are we ready? 
We're ready. What is your number five best song of 2020 so far? Well, my number five is Chasing You by Morgan Wallen. And I feel like this song, every time, the few times that I left my house this year, you know, to go get groceries or whatnot, um, I feel like I always heard this song in the car. And my three-year-old is back there kind of singing along and whatnot. And I think it's just a big, big song for Morgan. I think he's on the cusp of you know, going from just a a country artist that, you know, few people know, and then now he's starting to reach, I feel like, that next superstar status. And it was his third consecutive number one, and there's just so much buzz around him, and I think this is just a great song. Yeah, I I think you're right. With with this song, too, for me, last year Morgan came and played it at the end uh, of the year. We were doing some, some charity stuff, and Morgan came into the studio, and this song had just been put out. It hadn't even really charted yet. And so he played it, and I was like, holy crap. And I got to admit, I wasn't the biggest Morgan Wallen fan before this song came out because I knew up, down, uh, and that was a catchy song, but that song wasn't going to make me fall in love with an artist. Um, But he played Chasing You, and I was like, dang, I need to find out more about this guy. And so now I'm a fan. And also, Morgan is kind of a a, a TikTok star, too. Like, not only (laughs) is he all over TikTok, and and he'll sing uh, just kind of acapella stuff, but all the girls on TikTok love Morgan Wallen. Do you ever get over there and see any of that? Oh, the girls love him. I remember recently he posted that he needs to hire like a housekeeper or something because he posted a TikTok of him cleaning his house. And women like everywhere went to TikTok <laughs> and were like, I'll be your housekeeper, Morgan Wallen. Yeah. You know? um, and so I guess they're just loving the mullet and his cut off, you know, shirt. And he sort of has his own style and he has built a big fan base for yeah. sure. Love Morgan Wallen. We'll probably hear from him a little later in mine. At number five for me, I have Jake Owen Homemade. And my, I guess my story with this song is, again, about a year and a half or so ago, Jake and I did a charity event together. I did stand-up, and Jake did music, and we did it in Texas, and we flew back together after the, after the show. And I said, Jake, you played some song. I'd never heard it before. It's not on a record or anything. But I remember being like, dang, that's, that's a great song. Um, and it was that one right there. It was Jake Owen Homemade, so I just remember that. Uh, so that's Jake for me at number five. All right, what about you, number four? Number four is Does To Me uh, with Luke Combs and Eric Church. And for me, just two superstars together. I mean, that song, you knew out the gate it was going to be massive. And I like the message of it. You know, like Luke Combs has just kind of become the guy that's just the guy next door. And I think that this song really encompasses that message of who he is. And it might not mean much to you, but it does to me. Little things in life like that and appreciating the small things. And I think this year more than ever, everyone's kind of learned that. And um, with Eric Church thrown in the mix, I mean, it's such a good song and the two of them together. So it had to make my list. It is a song that... That, and Luke does this a lot. Luke Combs does this a lot. Where comedians will make me go, dang, I thought that. I wish I would have been able to have that joke. Right. Like, But Luke Combs does that in songs. Where it's like, I felt that. Dang, I never even felt like I said that out loud before. I didn't even know I felt that way. Because Luke Combs is a guy who kind of finds at our essence things that we feel and maybe don't say. But things maybe we didn't even know we wanted to communicate. I, I felt like that a lot with him and his songs. So, all right, number four for yeah, me. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm going to go... Sam Hunt, Hard to Forget. You've got a cold heart and cold heart. I had to be convinced on this one because I didn't know what the crap was happening when I heard the Web Pierce, the, the sample. I was like, what, what is going on here? And then Amy on my radio show was like, this is the greatest song. And she doesn't pick a whole bunch of songs. Like three or four a year does she ever go, this is, this is the one. 
So I gave it the benefit of the doubt. And holy crap, if it comes on now, and I hear all these songs all the time, so much so where I'm just like, all right, enough. I got to put on some polka or something. But I love this song still. I mean, Sam, it's just one after the other. It was either this. I mean, Ken Folks was great too, and it was a number one in 2020. But yeah. um, hard to forget, I'm putting it number four on my list. So anything about Sam? I will Dad. say that one That one almost made the cut for mine. I feel like it's so good, and I, I cannot wait till live shows are back. And to hear that song live, I think it's going to be really good. It'll be interesting to hear how they play the sample. I mean, they'll just play a track of the sample, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, number three on your biggest songs of 2020. One Margarita by Luke Bryan. Um, this is another song. Anytime I went anywhere, I heard this song on the radio. And I just feel like it's a big summer smash for this year. And, you know, it's kind of a time where we kind of want to let go of our problems and kind of escape for a little bit. And it's such a carefree, like, good-feeling song. Um, and so that's why that made my list. You know, when I first heard it, I thought, Oh, man, a kitschy Luke Bryan song. On, and I love Luke and work with Luke, and we're fr better friends now than we've ever been. But, however, about the third time I heard it, I was like, oh, this is the catchiest song Luke's ever done. Like, And he's not even trying for depth or texture. This is just a fun summer song. And I was talking to yep. him about it, and he was like, hey, he's like, I can't believe it either. This is like the biggest song I ever did. And so, <laughs> yeah, that I love that song, too. It took me a minute. I'll admit it took me a minute, but that is a that might be the catchiest song of the year. Like, if we just did catchy songs... That might be the catchiest song of the year. Oh, yeah. The counting in it, like that always. I mean, it kind of goes back to um, what Garth Brooks, two pina coladas. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes you think of that. And then he name drops like Jimmy Buffett and Kenny Chesney. Like, how could you not love it? And number three for me is a song that just put out a couple weeks ago. Uh, the first time I heard it, though, I was like, holy crap. Um, it's Dan and Shay. I should probably go to bed. Just because... It's just so different than anything on any piece of radio, period. It's like a little bit of Dan and Shay. It's like a little bit of Strawberry Fields from the Beatles. It's a little bit. And the first time I heard it, uh, well, Dan and I were having dinner at the house, and he was like, hey, I know you don't listen to new music before it comes out, but you know we're not putting this song out anytime super soon. Do you want to hear it? I was like, I don't know. So he sent it to me. I didn't listen to it for like three or four days because I just don't want to hear new music. I don't want to have to hear songs before my listeners can hear them. However, he was a friend, so I, so I clicked it up, and I texted him immediately. I was like, holy crap. Not only is Shay singing on a different level than I've ever heard him sing, this song, it, it's taken so many chances. From the first verse to chorus, there's like barely a second bridge verse back into the chorus again. Uh, I love the song. It's going to be massive in every format. I was on the pop station the other day, and they were on the pop station with the song, so... Uh, I'm putting that at number three. It may have been higher if it wasn't so new. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's what I, I kind of went with more of the songs that were established. And I love how your list is, you know, a little different. So I love how my list is different, too, Lauren. I'm going to be honest with you. Because yeah, what if we came <laughs> out with the same list? That'd suck. All right. Number two, Lauren. All right. So my number two is Nobody But You with Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. And this song was huge. It was a multi-week number one. And they had tons of uh, high-profile performances. Uh, the Grammys, I believe, was like the first big one. And they performed it on The Voice and a couple of the morning shows. And um, it was so successful that they followed it with another duet. So um, I think that's why it's number two on my list. Never really got into that one, honestly. Really? Yeah. Was I, 
I mean, I would say, like, my list is more just, like, the biggest songs in general, not necessarily my favorite. Like, mm. I maybe have taken a different, Got it. you know, approach to my list. There were no maybe. rules, Lauren. We could, we came as, I like how you came, because I did not come that way. How how vanilla wafer of us if we came the same way? There you go. All right. Um. Yeah, not really. That song was massive. And, and you know, Gwen on it again. Uh, yeah, that one just never really hit me, I guess. Uh, number two for me is Morgan Wallen, Chasing You. I just loved it. I told my story about it earlier. Mm-hmm. That guy's a pretty genuine guy, too. You know, he came on. I reached out to him after his bar fight. And he didn't want to talk about the bar fight. And I was like, Morgan, come talk about the bar fight. And he was like... I'm glad you did. I'm glad that you, you had him on there. Yeah, I was, too. And I feel uncomfortable sometimes bending people in uncomfortable ways. But I feel like that's kind of the necessary evil of my job at times. And so I said, Morgan, come on. I'm not going to, you're not going to be putting any super weird in uh, circumstance. And he came on and I, I just felt like he was so honest and genuine about that whole thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know him that well, but from what I do know and that, you know, we text a little bit, just like, I like that guy. I feel like he's figuring out who he is right now as a person. And he kind of knows who he is as an artist, maybe a little better than who he knows he is as a person yet because he's so young. So there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. We are now to the number one song. This is Lauren's favorite song of her whole life, apparently. No. Okay. (laughs) I do love this song, but again, I took it from the approach of like the biggest song. Got it, got it. Go ahead. I know. All right. So this one is uh, my number one is I Hope by Gabby Barrett. And this song was everywhere. It was huge for her, especially coming out the gate as a debut artist, as a female with her debut single. The streaming numbers are massive and they're still going. And then it also has the crossover appeal, which I think, you know, also makes it pretty big. Yeah, the pop streams are working for it now. It was a big country song. And this is one of those songs, too, that when I heard the first time, I was like, oh, man, that that song took an interesting twist. And where you're just like, wow, I hear a lot of songs all the time, but rarely do you have a twist hit you like that. Um, and, and I know Gabby, you know, I mentored on American Idol my first season working on that show and she didn't win. She finished third. And I think, too, you know, with, with Gabby and, you know, some of these other kids that are coming off just Idol, who's been on the, on ABC the last few seasons, like, it just it's the difference in the voice in American Idol. And the voice is, uh, right now, a slightly bigger show. But that show's all about the judges, right? You're picking a judge. Mm-hmm, absolutely. American Idol, these kids, these singers can still come off and have a big career because that show is about, like, a Gabby Barrett, who it took mm-hmm. a little time for her to get to town a couple years and to develop and get songs and record it. But here she is. And... She had a massive number one, and when we send her the trophy for being number one on Lauren Joe Black's list, she's going to have a great, great rest of the summer. <laughs> I love it. All right. What's your number one? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's a song that I relate to in no way whatsoever. However, when I heard it, it cut me a little bit. Like, I felt it, even though I would never feel it in a million years, because I don't quite understand the... See if you can name what it is by me explaining it like that. Like, it's a song that... I'm, I'm already, like, thinking, and I can't put my finger on it. It's a song that in no way have I had this experience. It's a song... Drinking. <laughs> no, okay, f- close. Not drinking, but I don't come from the, the exact same... I don't, I don't come... I'm not a female, and this song is written from an extremely oh. female perspective. Hmm. It's a song that it has brought... This artist kind of back, they had been kind of hanging out, you know, trying with things, but hadn't quite hit as hard. And when this song hit, it was like, boom. Also, I love them. 
Oh, to them. Oh, there you go. I said too much. Oh, goodness. Anything? I can't even put my finger on it. A female that's a them? Oh, Maddie and Tay? That's it. Die from a broken heart. Oh, yes. That song is killer. That, that song, when I heard it, I went, oh, I have a lot of friends that will hear this and go, I wish I had written that song. Because mm-hmm. it's yeah, that song is really, really good, and I think they are so talented. Yeah. And when I saw them on the Carrie Underwood tour, I was blown away because you know, like you, we remember them from when they first were signed over at Big Machine and Girl in the Country song, and they were just teenagers. And then I saw them on this massive stage, and they grew into performers and entertainers. And I was so proud of them. I thought they they just were incredible, and I'm so proud yeah. that this song is you know doing what it's doing. Love interviewing them. Maddie is just just a per- perfect interview. Like she gives you what you want, a little extra. She's funny. I mean, Tay's a great little sidekick for their interview. I, it, they are just uh, I, I love them as people. That's my favorite song so far. Well, I'm going to ask you this then, Lauren. I know this wasn't uh, suggested, but what is your favorite song of the year then, since that's kind of what I did with my list? Oh, goodness. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think what else, the other ones that were close for me, I think that if I were to pick my favorite, I would say I love Bluebird from Miranda. I think that song is just, oh, it's just so good. And I love the line in there about, like, what is it, the light or something. Um but I think that that was a great song for her to come back out with because, you know, it had been a while, like, since she had gotten a number one. It's such a big song for her, but I love that song so much. So, mm, so you have any uh, honorable mentions there? Um. Well, I mean, as far as the biggest songs of the year, the other ones that were about to make my cut, as far as just, like, being massive, is The Bones. I mean, Yeah, me too. That was Marin. borderline for me, too. And Beer Can't Fix is so fun with John Party and Thomas Rhett. Yeah. So those two were kind of on the cusp there. But as far as, like, favorite, what I like to listen to, I think um, Bluebird is definitely up there. Are you watching Yellowstone at all? No, and you guys keep talking about it, and I need to watch it. Well, and I'm trying not to be annoying Yellowstone guy because I was annoyed by people trying to get me to watch it. And I, <laughs> listen, I never wanted to watch it. If, if it were up to me, I still would have never seen an episode. However, Amy put me in an arm lock, and Caitlin put me in a headlock, and they said, you're going to watch Yellowstone. It's really good, and I, I only bring that up because at times, you know, they play a lot of Stapleton music in the background, They but but there's some new country artists that I know from living in Texas and, uh, you know, being a bit into the Texas country scene, a bit being just, like, exposed to it and around it a lot, but there's a lot of uh, of songs that play over there on that show, and sometimes they'll do those... Uh, like, they'll build a set, and, like, Whiskey Myers was playing back. And I like Whiskey Myers. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, this song, Stone, is one, it's playing for my phone right now, is one of my favorite songs that obviously wasn't a big song for radio. I'm not even sure when it came out, but I heard it on Yellowstone, and now I can't stop listening to it. So if you're... Oh, I love that. And not just for you, but anyone listening to this. It's, it's a great show. There's also some cool music in Yellowstone, too. Well, I will add that to my list. I um, Between, you know, homeschooling kids and all of that <laughs> stuff, I pretty much watch 30 minutes of TV a day, so it'll probably take me about a year to watch the entire That's all right. series so far. It's only like two and a half seasons in. They're like, in the episodes, except for the first episode, are like 47 minutes. So maybe okay. by 2023, we'll reconnect. I'll get to all I'm okay. saying is it's a, great, uh, it's a great show. Let's do one more thing here. What is, the, uh, in your opinion, uh, the biggest non-country song in your mind of 2020? 
Okay, so I have to admit, this is probably one of my biggest downfalls as a human being is that I'm so focused on country that a lot of people make fun of me that I don't know anything outside of it. And the only reason why I know this song is because they play it at my gym and Carrie Underwood did the TikTok dance to it. But um, what I know outside of country, the song Savage by Megan the Stallion. That's how you say it. Is huge. Is, is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, it was popular on TikTok. That's how I first heard of it. And I just know that she did a remix with Beyonce. And I think that for me is just the only really song that I know of outside of country for this year. <laughs> this song is everywhere. It, uh, it has some language in it. I will say that. So I'm, I'm guessing you haven't really spent much time with uh, WAP. <laughs> Wop, wop. No, no, I have not. And I was informed yesterday what that meant. <laughs> oh, yeah. And my jaw dropped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same Megan the Stallion, too. That's uh, and Cardi B. Uh, Mike, is it WAP or WAP? I think it's a WAP. Is it? Okay. I don't know. Uh, okay, mine, by the way, is Dua Lipa, Don't Start Now, which just jam. Love this song. Oh, I know that song. Yeah. Yeah, and then the drums right here. Yeah, that, that for me is my biggest non-country one of the year. All right, at Lauren Joe Black. It's always great to talk with you, Lauren. Everybody go to countrynow.com, and uh, this is going to go up on Friday. What should, what would you like people to go check out? I know you're looking in the future a day or so, but is there anything on the site now that you'd like people to search and check out? Well, on Friday is going to be a big day for new music. So we have some interviews coming with um, Kaylee Hammock's album is coming out, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, that's coming out on Friday, and there's a few other projects dropping on Friday. So it's going to be a really busy day. That's the day I skip to the gym at 5.45 in the morning because mm-hmm. there's so much music on Fridays and news that I have to start working early. <laughs> All right. Uh, at Lauren Joe Black. Lauren, always great to talk to you. I'm sure we'll talk again in the next couple weeks. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Bye, Lauren. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the kids at St. Jude. St. Jude's been leading the way in the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of childhood cancer. Your support means that families never get a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food so the families can focus on helping their child live. And that really hits home for me because I've been to St. Jude many times. I've hung out with the kids, played music for the kids. I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. Now, I didn't have cancer, but if it wasn't for people stepping up, I don't know that I would have been able to go and stay in the hospital and be taken care of. So that's why we do this, take care of others. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. When you do this, you'll get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. So join all the doctors and researchers, you know, and me in this fight and just text the word Bobby to 785-833. It's only six numbers, but text the word Bobby to 785-833. 
This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events. There is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. I have Eddie on for this next segment. There's a list of people that own the most expensive cars, like celebrities, and most of them are music artists. And so I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about here on this podcast. Uh, Eddie's at his house, by the way. He has coronavirus. We're not in the same room. <laughs> he is uh, correct. Have you tried to sing at all? Uh, yeah, I, pl- I play about once a day. I get the guitar out and play and sing. Yeah, N- the coronavirus hasn't affected your lungs or anything. <laughs> no. Well, no, no I thank- asked that thankfully. because you, but you said for weeks that you couldn't breathe well. Yeah, no, that's all gone. I can breathe perfectly fine now. I think that ended after two weeks of when I first got symptoms. Uh, maybe, maybe three, but it's all cleared up, but you know, what worries me a little bit, man, is, is the scent. I don't, I think I'm probably 75% back on the scent. Do you grab stuff and just start smelling it real hard? That's not the problem. Putting stuff up to my nose. Isn't the issue. I can smell things that way. It's, it's when I see my neighbor with a fire campfire and I can't smell it. That Mm. makes me worry. Mm. All right. Well, I hope you get better. I mean, it's weird. You haven't been here and I haven't seen you in, yeah person and over, over a, a month, month which is weird because i will go and play golf and stuff and you're not able to even play i told caitlin that i said hey eddie and i are gonna go play some golf he's okay i was just messing with her <laughs> that's messed up what she say she was like no 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 no, no you're not <laughs> and i was like no i'm not uh here we go uh celebrities with the most expensive cars and most of these are music artists at number 10 is kanye west who has a lamborghini aventador not even sure how to say that. This car cost $750,000. When oh Kanye and Kim first started dating, Kim surprised Kanye with the high-performance Lamborghini. Unfortunately, the jet black car suffered severe damage when the electric gates closed on it. If I had a car worth $750,000, I would be too scared to drive it. But I guess... That's- but what's crazy, what, what's crazy is, I, you know, we have regular cars, and... A gate has never closed on my regular car, but this guy has a Lambo, and the gate closes on it. I imagine he's driving through a few more gates, though. Then, then. Uh, <laughs> good point. We don't have gates. <laughs> I think at the Eddie house, you know, a little different yeah, than the no Kanye good. house. <laughs> at number nine is Beyonce. She has a 1959 Silver Cloud Rolls Royce convertible. It costs one million dollars. Okay, that's legit. A purchase like a Rolls Royce convertible from 1959. I wonder if they, those old cars—they always look cool, but I, I bet they just drive like crap, right? I don't think so. I think with enough money, you can make them drive pretty well. Well, I guess that's what I wonder. Like, would you want it to be legit with all the parts, or would you want it to be 
what it is, but also some new stuff put into it to make it drive better. Yeah, because I see people with like those Model T Fords, you know, like stuff. Oh, yeah, from the can you 40s imagine that? Like on a broomstick, the original ones. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know, but I, I do appreciate the antique cars over brand new, really expensive cars. Like right now, Beyonce's is way cooler to me than Kanye's is. Well, I don't like Lamborghinis. I think that screams, hey, pay attention to me. But I like newer better than old for just being comfortable. I guess I'm very practical and then I just want to drive down the road. I just want to be comfortable. Like, I don't need to flex. Just let me just be super comfortable. And if I get to flex, I'd rather flex in a comfortable car, a uh, expensive car. Uh, Steven Tyler has a Hennessy Venom GT Spider at number eight on the list, $1.1 million. He purchased one of the fastest cars of all time. The Hennessy Venom GT Spider has a twin turbo V8 engine, which recently set a new record for 265 miles per hour. Where in the world could you drive? Except on a track, I guess a track that goes 250. You ever been to one of those racetracks, Eddie, where they let you drive around or even like a dirt track? I went to one with you where you drove around a pickup truck, like a fast pickup truck. Yeah, I, I, I drove a racing pickup truck, a racing truck. I guess it wouldn't be a pickup truck because it's not picking anything up. But it was a racing <laughs> truck at the raceway. And I tell you, and it went fast, I guess, but it, it, it was such a rough ride because you're in this thing and it's all bars and you're just holding on for dear life. But I guess that's the reason those drivers are, are so skilled. Yeah, you watch NASCAR and it looks like the wheel is just shaking nonstop and they drive for four hours. Flo Ride is at number seven. He has a golden Bugatti Veyron. $1.7 million. It's gold? Yeah. A gold-wrapped Bugatti Veyron. If I'm saying these wrong, guys, don't get at me. I don't know how to say some of this (laughs) stuff. As you can tell, I have no idea about these expensive cars. A golden Bugatti Veyron. I'm surprised. I mean, I guess so. He's had hits, huh? Yeah, major hits, dude. Yeah, I guess so. I guess he's the three doors down of hip-hop. Like, tons of hits. Mm -hmm. We know all the songs. We love all the songs. But, like... Their main person, I know Brad is a lead singer, but Three Doors Down was never like the the in vogue band who they were put on the cover yeah, of things. It's not a name that you would just say because you everybody likes that band or whatever, or even knows that band. They know the songs, yeah. lots of songs. Yeah, right round. <laughs> yeah, I think if Mike D went down the list, you'd be like, oh, wow, yeah, a lot of, a lot of songs. Yeah. Oh, pop. Yeah, jam. Uh, Simon Cowell's at number six, $1.8 million. He has a, the same car, a Bugatti. Um, number five is Birdman, who has another Bugatti, but this one costs more. This, there's a, The next couple are Bugattis. Huh. Birdman's car Who's costs Birdman? two. Uh, Lil Wayne, Cash Money Records. Do you know who that is? No. I thought Birdman was a basketball player. That's Larry Birdman. <laughs> no. Oh, you're talking about Birdman, like, the, the player. Yeah, the guy yeah. with all the tattoos. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Birdman, uh, Cash Money, Lil Wayne's daddy, what they call him. Okay. Uh, $2.5 million for a car. Lil Wayne has one that's $2.7 million, a black Bugatti. Uh, you know you know someone that has a Bugatti, right? You didn't mention any names, but you know someone. Uh, yeah. I doubt. We've seen it. Have we? Yeah, I think at a, at a show that we played. I don't know if we're talking vroom, about the same vroom. person. Foreign guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At a show we played? Uh-huh. What show did we play? Well, I don't want to give too many details, but he parked in the back. 
Vroom, vroom, vroom. Then got out, played, went back in. Vroom. I don't know your. I know who it is because I've. I've. It's a foreign country artist. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. If it's, uh, if it's the one I'm seeing online, it's 2.7 million. Wow. The same kind That's of crazy, body. Man. Really? Yeah. Woo. Well, Eddie, what show did we play with him? Is that the Ryman? Like a million dollar show? Uh-huh. Well, that could be anybody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we played with a lot of people. I didn't see that car drive up behind the Ryman. I, I tell you, once I saw Chris Stapleton drive up, and he, he just drove an old beat-up like Ford. Parked it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, sure enough. Number three is Floyd Mayweather. He has something called a Cohen Igseg CCXR Trevetta. This car costs $4.8 million. It's only the third car of its model in the entire world. It goes 254 miles an hour. $4.8 million. Holy crap. Uh, number- hey, Bones, question. Yeah, go ahead. Do, do you think when they spend $4 million, I, I know it's a lot of money for us and probably a lot of money for them too, but do you think like if we were to buy a real expensive car, we would take extra care of it? Do you think they take extra care of these $4 million cars or they're just like, eh? Yeah, That's I would right. think they take good care of it. I think they probably do their deal and then have somebody take care of it after they're done. And they don't drive it all the time. I mean, it's not like when I'm going to go to Target, you know. <laughs> I don't think they're, they're making a run like that in the Cohen Zig. I think it's somebody, something in a garage. They probably get out and drive and show off. I think okay. it's just a, okay. yeah. Uh, number two, Jay-Z has a Maybach Accelero. Uh, costs $8 million. Wow, eight. Jeez, Jeez. Wait till I tell you what number one is. But yeah, this is $8 million. Jeez. So you're just getting more expensive? Yeah. The list oh, yeah, goes? yeah. The list is, oh, oh has been God. climbing the whole time. Um, I, you know, I, I've told the story before, and it's happened a few times where I've seen a Bentley, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And then we pull up to it, and it's not a Bentley. It's actually uh, what do we see, Mike? Uh, oh, a, a Genesis? Genesis? A ge- yeah. yeah. <laughs> what brand is that? Uh, Hyundai? Hyundai? Yeah, Hyundai yeah. Genesis. We're like, oh, it's a Bentley. Hey. Who drives it that? It looked amazing. And you're like, oh, that's so cool. And we get up to it, and it's a Hyundai Genesis. Yeah. Yeah, props to them. They really, you know, found out the mold of a Bentley and kind of copied it a little bit. Uh, Nick Mason. Don't play the song yet, Mike. I want to see if Eddie knows who this is. He has a Ferrari 250 GTO, price tag $25 million. Now, that's his first story that there's a car that costs $25 million. But, Eddie, who do you think Nick Mason is? Well, I don't know the name at all, so I would think it's part of a band. Yeah, okay, good. Nice. Go ahead. Uh, Nick Mason, he's part of um, uh, Good Charlotte. No, older. Go 70s. 70s? Uh, yeah. Is it Bee Gees? Like late 60s, 70s. What's Nick the most Mason. stoner band period in your mind? Oh, uh, Grateful Dead? No, but that's a great one. When I said that, I thought Eddie's going to go Grateful Dead. After that, what goes most stoner band to you? Uh, who are those guys? Widespread Panic? No, no, it's not a jam band. Not a jam band. <laughs> okay. Not a jam band. It's like a real stoner. band on the radio, but it's like when you think about them, the most stoner seven, 60, late 60s, 70s band. Oh. It's not Willie. It's, it's Willie's guitarist, Nick Mason. <laughs> I have no idea about it. Pink Floyd, the drummer of Pink Floyd. Oh. Mm. Interesting. $25 million for that car. That is. Like, what can it do? Because some of these other cars go fast. Like, what's the difference then an $8 million car? I bet it drives. It's got doors and a. It better be a wheel. time machine that just gets me somewhere earlier than it is for $25 million. 
Yeah, that's crazy. There was a, Mike, did you just hand me another story? Sil- Sylvester Stallone selling his SUV. It doesn't make that list. Um, it's a 20-foot, fully customized 2019 Cadillac Escalade. He wants $350,000 for, uh, for it. How it much? $350,000 for his Escalade. That, I mean, that's not ridiculous, right? Like that. If <laughs> what, you do what, what, maybe in comparison to what we just read? Correct. Yes, that. But but if you if you ha- want a nice car, one Escalade's a nice car, and two, this used to be Sylvester Stallone. Eddie, it's three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I, I think a that. normal still, Escalade's can... probably what sixty five or seventy thousand dollars. Yeah. But it's slides, dude. It's Rockies. Okay, well, you go buy it then. A <laughs> no, forty three inch <laughs> UHD LCD smart TV built into the center. It has twelve inch screens, two SIM cards for different carriers to make sure that it has cell all the time. The windows have electric curtains, two fully electric rear bucket seats. The car has 1,000 miles on it. Hmm. 350,000. Remember Tom Brady was selling his? Yeah. Was that, that the same Escalade? It's probably the same one. He probably bought it from Tom Brady, <laughs> and now he's selling it. <laughs> so what, what would be your car? Like, well, all the money in the world. You can, hey, you can buy your $50 million car, whatever you want. I don't know enough about cars, like, to have a fantasy about cars. So right now you're like Toyota Celica. Well, when I was a kid, it was a Dodge Viper. And I thought, man, those Dodge Vipers. Those were badass. Yeah, because they just look super cool. Um, I went to a guy's car house. He's the guy that has a bunch of businesses in town. I was doing some some business with him for the radio show. And he had like 400 cars. And uh, he lived out like in Alan Jackson's old ranch. And the first time I met him, real nice guy. And he showed me his Dodge Viper. And I was like, man, that's really cool. But if I drove that, I'm just screaming a few things. Midlife crisis. <laughs> mini penis. <laughs> or just so bored out of my mind. I don't know what yeah. it screams, but but again, I'm not a car guy. And that's what I see. If you're a car guy and you love like he does, like for him, he saw a fast car and he loved it for what it was and what what it was built to do, what the, the specs are on it. Me, I would just be like, I don't like this is cool, but I, I don't know what to do with it. So I don't think I respect cars enough, but probably a Bentley because they look comfortable, like a really nice Bentley yeah, the- or a Genesis, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Genesis is a lot cheaper to go on. Yeah. What about you? Oh, dude, I, I would go ever since I was, I don't know, maybe 18, 19. I've loved uh, Volkswagen buses from the 50s, like 1952, 50, around that era where where Volkswagen had buses and it had 24 windows, like split front windows and then little windows on the roof. And it was like a camper, but dude, they are legit. And if you find one that's in mint condition, they're kind of expensive. Do you love Jake Owens bus? Yes, like like every time he posts pictures of that, I, I geek out. And he did have a giveaway like a, a while back where his foundation was giving away a bus. Oh my, I registered like 10 times. And did you win? No, no, Bones. No. I think you would know if I won the bus. <laughs> Do you like the new Ford Broncos? I really haven't seen it. I heard you talking about it the other day. What, I mean, do they look like the old ones? Mm, Let me pull them up. They're uh, ish, but they're very uh, current. I do like the new Ford. Right, this is the Bronco that came out, right? The yeah. new Bronco? I do like the Bronco. I saw the... Look at it, Eddie. Tell me what you think. They did a reservation oh, thing they announced on a commercial a couple weeks ago. They're like, hey, this is a new Bronco. You can reserve one for like 100 bucks." And I was listening to the guy that's the CEO say 150,000 people reserved a Bronco for 100 bucks. Do you yeah, see that, that is pretty cool looking. It, it kind of reminds me of that Toyota one, though, that Toyota SUV. The FJ Cruiser. You know, that kind of has that, yeah, something like that. That kind of has that same build. But 
the bron the Bronco is cool because you can take the top off, kind of like a Jeep. Yeah, when I had my Jeep, it was all fun, take the top off, but it was just a pain in the butt to take it <laughs> off and put it back on. And then when I leave it off, it would rain. And so yeah, yeah. I just always <laughs> left it on. It was just like if if yeah. I had a permanent Jeep taker offer, it would take it off and I'd be that was great, but yeah, the Jeep. Uh, all right. Thought that was fun. Thank you, Eddie, for uh, talking with me about cars and music. Thanks, man. That was fun. Hey, by the way, Eddie, before I <clears throat> let you go, you should promote your podcast. Oh, yeah. The Sore Losers podcast. Um, oh, my God. We're having, really, we're having so much fun with it. It's me, Ray, and, and Lunchbox. And, and since sports is kind of just in a weird time or whatever, we do talk about sports, but we've just gotten into a lot of other things like with just our lives. And we've learned so much about Ray and his upbringing. It's really funny so give us a chance give it give it a listen you know they're not going to play college football right <laughs> no they're they're not going to play college football and now i'm even worried that i don't even know if we can even get through an nfl season if they don't really. bubble things up they're not going to be able to continue that's my Correct. I, i've said this for months now but with what's happened to college football and i don't know when this what will happen between now and that we put this section on the podcast because we're doing this days ahead of time uh where some conferences are like hey we're out somewhere like we're in in the end i don't think it happens so it far, everything that I've seen, yeah. Well, everything that I've seen sports-wise, it just seems like basketball, the bubble, and everything is the only one that seems to be really working, and everyone's staying, staying safe. Hockey, Every other they've sport, had no cases. Hockey, hockey too. You're right. I, I guess for me, like baseball, like I don't even know how they're going to finish the season. I know they should just probably cancel the Cardinals this year, though. Yes, they can't play. Agree. Cardinals have to play 93 games in two days. Yes, and there's no way they can catch up, one. And two, I mean, if whoever wins, you can't feel good about winning. Like, if you win the World sure Series, you can. you're like, I would say you feel even better. What? I, would, I mean, every, everybody's playing the same rules. Everybody is going through the same exact crap. You have to win through uh, a, a more tumu <laughs> constant, tumultuous environment. I mean, I would say this is, that this is funny because not only do you worry about runs and yeah, <laughs> home you're runs, dying. now you're worried about, about staying that. safe. How do you keep a batting average <laughs> up when you're trying not to get COVID? Yeah, that's funny. Uh, all right. Thank you, Eddie. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks, man. On right now with Eric Pasley. Eric, what's happening, dude? Hey, good morning. I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, pretty good. You know, we bring on to the, the podcast every week someone who has a new music project coming out this week it's you because your new album nice guy is out today so let's take a minute and talk about that if you're cool with it it is out man yeah nice guys the title track to the album and and we're just editing the video and thank you for your cameo buddy yeah. and uh yeah it'll be a fun video with a bunch of uh, a bunch of familiar faces for the fans let me play a clip of nice guy this is track six on eric pass laser record So I did uh, the, I did a couple lines for the video, and Eric was like, hey, would you mind shooting this? I was like, no. And like three days later, he goes, oh, yeah, I should have said what you do it today. And I was like, oh, yeah, my bad. My bad. <laughs> so, so I was about three days That's late what, to get it in, him, but sorry about that. I just know that, you know, you're so on time all the time. You just, it's, you're, you're just awesome with that. Well, I didn't I mean, know that that and you're always before before everyone. It's great. Yeah, well, I didn't know I had an end date. So when you said tonight, I went home. I even did a wardrobe change, by the way. I don't know if you noticed in your video clips, but I did a wardrobe change in it. It's fabulous. I'm basically Beyonce in your nice in your nice guy video. Uh, so, I love it. Uh, nice guy Bobby, is Bobby Fierce. 
the, the nice guys, the, the the title track, it's track six. You covered Mike Posner, I took a pill in Ibiza, and I want to play this for a second. I took a pill in Ibiza To show Avicii I was cool And when I finally got sober, felt ten years older But screwed it was something to do Why'd you pick that song, Eric? You know, I, I, I made a promise to myself because I'm a singer and a songwriter that I'd record an outside song and I thought it was just a beautifully heartbreaking song and uh, wanted to take a swing at it and I think we caught it really well and love that song and think it's just an incredible song. Think of all the people raving to it, dancing with bubbles and glow sticks and they it's like they never listen to the lyrics and uh, I just want to make sure people heard it. And then track one is Heartbeat Higher with Sarah Buxton. Uh, here is a little bit of that. Anything you'd like to say about that track right there? Sarah's just a, Sarah's a badass. <laughs> can I say that? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. It's she's a podcast. Incredible. Oh, she's incredible. She's just so talented, and I love that we finally got to sing a song together. And, uh, yeah, she's amazing. I love that track from the day we wrote it. I saw, and I don't have a clip of it, but I saw a woman like her. It was you and Laura Veltz and Charles Kelly from Lady Antebellum. How long ago did you write that song? Yeah, probably three years ago or so. And, uh, I mean, this album, as you can hear, it's just a collection of of my favorite songs that has some some of everything on it, you know. It's like for the Barefoot Blue Jean Night, Friday Night fans, they'll love Boat in a Bottle. And yeah, I wrote a love song for Natalie with Woman Like Her and wrote a love song for Piper with Fingertips. And uh, there's a whole bunch of songs on there. And it's, uh, yeah, I've just been waiting a long time for this to come out. And also, we actually, we were talking about She Don't Love You fans, if they... Love that song. Go check out On This Side of Heaven. We actually had an exchange on time. A guy actually hit me up and he said he thought She Don't Love You was one of the most beautiful songs ever written and that he thinks Nice Guy's a piece of crap. <laughs> so, I, so I actually, I, I laughed and I thought, well, I love you too. And I don't love every song they've ever done, but they're still my favorite band. And uh, But I actually, I hit the guy back and told him to listen On This Side of Heaven. And he actually replied and apologized and said he felt like a jerk. And then he immediately deleted the conversation. But <laughs> that's what nice guys about, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh it's just funny how um it's just funny how celebrity culture has been glorified with just people being mean. You know? And honestly I'm you know, I'm a boy from Texas. I believe in love, kindness and respect at the least, you know. And the song itself fun cheeky ultimately ultimately the heart of the song is meant to remind people to be decent, right? Yeah. You know, we need a lot more laughing and a lot less fighting. Let me play a few clips real quick. You referenced some of the songs that, that you've written, and maybe we have some new guys here that, that aren't sure yet who Eric Pasley is. So check out his new music. But also, let's do uh, play a clip of Barefoot Blue G Night, which he wrote for Jake Owen. Here you go. Uh, she Don't Love You, my favorite Eric Pasley song. Here's a clip of that. She don't love you, she's just lonely. She don't know no way. And the number one song, Friday Night, from Eric Pasley. Friday night, sweet night, summertime, sunshine. 
Hey, Eric, we're recording this the day before, so this is going to come out tomorrow on Friday, but it says, today, Friday, Eric will debut the music video for Nice Guy. Will that be up when people hear this? Um, I think we're going to wait a week. Mm. Yeah. Is, is I it, think I have a few more friends that are going to send videos, and they just haven't sent them yet. Okay. Right, hey, then. on the indie side, we can, uh, you know, uh, being the indie kid, we can, we can call the shots and change it up, right? That's true. Uh, <laughs> Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter Eric Pasley. There you go. That's that's how it sets you up now. You're always Grammy nominated singer songwriter Eric yeah. Pasley. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to get a freaking, uh, you know, the the, the mirror ball and put me on Dancing with the Stars or something. You don't want that because I I, you value it a little too much. I do. It's, it's the most. I know. I have I've, three things in my I've, life that I treasure the most: my girl, I've, my dog, and the mirror ball. And I'm not sure what order. Well, the girl first, but then I did, the other two. I back and forth on. You look good with it. It's fun. I love that you had it in the video. You know, it's not good. on purpose, I don't think. It was just on the piano that I was sitting at in my house. Yeah, you're right. I've only put it there because we're moving. I don't know where to put it yet. i got to build some sort of special temple for it, you know, so people can hey, see it but not touch it. Seriously, let Natalie and I know. If you all are moving, maybe we can uh, help design some stuff and build something for you. Oh, we're already way past that. We've already moved, and now we have Holy to wait crap. 12 weeks for all this crap to come in. Who knew that moving and buying stuff like we order a couch it takes 12 weeks to get in what do they got to do go pick the 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 fabric put it together the cotton's growing man uh, We're not, it's not time for picking yet man September. all right check out eric's record it's out today it's called nice guy that's uh, at eric pasley p-a-s-l-a-y on instagram and twitter Eric, congratulations on another record, and good to talk to you, my friend, and I hope all the people listening right now will go check it out. Thank you. Seriously, thanks again for the video. You're welcome. It's awesome. Bye-bye. Love you, man. Goodbye. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Tacovas dot com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.